Hello, I'm K.O. Hurston, a family law attorney in Knoxville, Tennessee, and welcome to Hurston on Tennessee Family Law. The written version of today's post appears on my blog, which is also called Hurston on Tennessee Family Law. I hope you find it helpful. This article by Dr. Shalini Shankar in the New York Times is interesting. A packed schedule doesn't really enrich your child. When the extracurricular industrial complex came to a grinding halt last spring, parents were left scrambling to fill vast hours of unscheduled time. Some activities moved to remote instruction, but most were canceled, and keeping children engaged became the bane of parents' existence. Understandably, screens became default childcare for younger kids and social lifelines for older ones. As American society reopens, going back to our children's pre-pandemic activities looks like an enticing way to reintroduce upper elementary through high school age kids to the outside world. For parents with economic means, it's tempting to return to a full slate of language classes, sports, music lessons and other extracurriculars, a guilt-free plan to keep kids busy with enriching activities while we get our jobs done. But I suggest pausing before filling up their calendars again. We should not simply return children to their hectic pre-pandemic schedules. Photo by Tima Marashnichenko from Pexels. Certainly, some amount of extracurricular activity can offer a welcome break from screens and help children nurture interests. But for Generation Z, the overscheduling of extracurricular activities has been bad for stress and mental health and even worse for widening racial gaps. Moreover, as I learned when I conducted anthropological research for my book Beeline, what spelling bees reveal about Generation Z's new path to success, it no longer consistently improves the prospects of the white middle-class kids for whom it was designed. But what can parents do with our kids instead? The answer is simple, though not easy to carry out, we can teach them, and perhaps relearn ourselves, the value of unstructured time and greater civic participation. This does not mean we should quit our day jobs and devote ourselves instead to endless hours of building forts and playing games. Exposing children to sports, music, art, programming, or dance certainly has benefits, including physical exercise, intellectual stimulation and fun, but there are also good reasons to give children time to be bored. Not least of these is it forces them to figure out a way to entertain themselves. For many kids today, scheduled time and downtime on their screens are the only states of being. Paradoxically, scheduled unstructured time could address this. Cooking, reading a book, art projects and neighborhood walks are unlikely to completely replace screens, but routinizing blocks of time for these self-sustaining activities each day or several times a week could introduce children and teenagers to new pleasures, and at the very least invite calmness. Gen Z acutely feels the pressure to be accomplished at a younger age. As kids take on a wider range of challenging activities younger, a trend that began with millennials but has grown to steroidal levels, the criteria for standing out in the college admissions process have shot up accordingly. It's no wonder kids are stressed out. Photo by Anastasia Shiriva from Pexels. The slacker generation, an initially disparaging label that Gen X heirs have reclaimed, did not have to build a childhood resume brimming with skills, expertise and accolades to get into college. Now many of these former slackers are parents worried about whether their kids are doing enough to stay competitive in college admissions and the job market. Those who can afford it feel pressure to pad their kids' resumes as much as they can. A 2019 survey found that more than a quarter of sports parents spent upward of $500 per month, with some spending over $1,000 and jeopardizing their retirement savings. But it's clear by now that all this expensive enrichment won't ensure kids' success. Despite middle and upper-class millennials mortgaging their childhood to get into college and then toiling through early adulthood in unpaid internships, 
they are unable to acquire the levels of economic and social security still held by their baby boomer parents. Perhaps that's why Gen Z has shown astute awareness of the dangers of overwork, with some high-profile Zoomers demonstrating acts of radical self-preservation. The Gen Z tennis star Naomi Osaka, for example, recently chose to prioritize her well-being over her career's demands when she dropped out of the French Open after officials fined her for declining to participate in its post-match news conferences. Gen Z seems to have accepted that no matter how much you love your job, your job won't love you back. Their parents, Gen X heirs and even older millennials, were late to this lesson, and if they learned it at all, it was often only when they hit a wall with burnout. Of course, preparing children for college and the job market is not the only goal of parents shelling out for guitar lessons or robot-making labs. Parents are also eager to expose their children to different ways of using their minds and bodies in the hope that they'll discover passions that could become vocations, or simply lifelong joys. One passion that's worth trying to instill is civic participation. As parents, we can reinforce the importance of caring beyond one's own success. Taking your kids to volunteer or to protest injustices they see in the world are good ways to show them what it looks like to give back and replenish. The human and non-human connections they will make at food pantries and animal shelters can help kids cultivate empathy, itself a valuable skill for navigating life, while offsetting the anxiety footprint caused by today's inflated standards for success. It might feel counterintuitive to deny your children the leg up in life that many extracurriculars promise, but it's worth examining that impulse too. The pandemic has exacerbated existing socioeconomic disparities, especially along racial lines. With widening wealth gaps, there will be even fewer opportunities to prioritize extracurricular activities for low-income kids. Rethinking the value of a packed calendar offers a concrete opportunity to narrow the racial and economic gaps between privileged and underprivileged kids. Replacing video games with nature walks might not make you the most popular parent. Your kids may complain a little, or a lot, about losing some of their organized fun, since boredom is a feeling they've rarely experienced. But they'll figure it out. Source, a packed schedule doesn't really enrich your child, The New York Times, July 9, 2021. If you found this helpful, please share it using the buttons below.